Hello and welcome back to the Future Work Life podcast. My name is Ollie Henderson and at the moment we are in the breakthroughs part of the flywheel, the final part before it turns back around to mindset. And uh, as I explained yesterday, really this section is about rest, recovery, reflection, tracking your progress. But I called it breakthroughs because it's only by doing those things that we actually get the kind of breakthroughs that reinforce the mindset and keep that flywheel turning. So today's episode is the first, I guess you could consider it a two-parter along with tomorrow. And the subject we're covering today is reflection. It's called moments of reflection. Why? Well, life can sometimes feel like it's going by very, very quickly and can seem overwhelming. And the stress that that creates can manifest in all sorts of different ways including problems with our mental and physical health. In fact, I tell the story in the book of Nick Whitfield. He's the founder and chairman of Panacea, a cybersecurity business. And Nick had chronic back pain for years, really, really severe back pain. Got to the point where he was going to have a a metal shunt inserted into his spine because he tried everything else and had been on various strong painkillers over those years. Instead of doing that, he didn't really fancy that. Understandable, really. Um, He turned to uh, what you might consider an alternative method, but a method which he realized, and I have also subsequently um, looked into and realized too, is backed by hundreds of thousands of people who have gone through the same process. And essentially, it's um, combined journaling tapping into our the emotions in our unconscious to reveal some of the tension causing uh, trauma and stresses that have happened throughout our life tapping into that through journaling and also full um, body scan meditation and yoga so that doesn't seem like an obvious place to solve um, physical pain through tapping into our emotions and journaling but in nick's case it eradicated his pain within six weeks now this means a lot to me right now because I've literally just gone through that same process again. I've also had problems with my back since I was 15 years old. I was told as a 15 year old that I had a degenerative back problem, which meant my back was already at that age, the back of a 35 year old, and it would only get worse. In fact, they told me you might end up in a wheelchair unless you try and do something about it. Unfortunately, they didn't give me too much help to do something about it. So I spent my life fearing the back pain and it's manifested in severe back pain and sciatica over the past few years for which I've also had um, many, many painkillers and drugs, prescription drugs, and also a a couple of times I've had injections into my spine. All temporary uh, solutions to a much bigger problem, which is why recently I followed the same method that Nick advised. I don't know why it took me almost two years to get around to it. And really quickly, within a month, that pain's gone away. So (laughs) journaling can be incredibly powerful from that point of view it's a powerful reflection tool helping you manage and organize both your emotions but also vast amounts of information that go through your mind every day and and in the book i relate that to the process um, of innovation in our work lives now we talk about innovation often within business and one requirement of an innovative mind and i tell the story of albert einstein in the book requires that you actually step away and reflect on the problem that you're looking to solve. So you can immerse yourself in a problem, but it's actually by stepping away and then tapping into your subconscious and letting your subconscious mind take over that you often have breakthroughs, which give you insights, which allow you to innovate. So it's a combination of constantly experimenting, which we talked about earlier in the book, with this period, this opportunity of reflection. 
And to illustrate that, I quoted Sarah Steen Greenberg, who's the head of the D School at Stanford. And the D School is a the design school which implements the ideas of design thinking, which came out of, of that university. And Sarah had a brilliant quote on Christopher Lockhead's podcast, which I think epitomizes why reflection is both underrated and critical to the way that we build businesses, but also how we build our careers, how we design our work lives. And Sarah said, I think reflection is kind of the underappreciated partner of action. In a lot of cases, when people think about creativity, they think about brainstorming and exuberance and that spark of inspiration. But it's like the peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Those two things are inextricably linked, action and reflection. Now, for me, that just sums up why you can do all you want to take action, take action, take action. And I obviously advocate that. You've got to start somewhere. But it's only by stopping and reflecting that you have the kind of breakthroughs that we're looking for. So reflection is a vital part of the creative and learning process. High performance, you know, in whatever walk of life, whether it's sport or business, requires the energy to push yourself mentally and physically. So it's critical to counterbalance that exertion with downtime. And one final thing, we're in a burnout epidemic. I spent so much time speaking about burnout this year. Various conditions are colliding right now, whether it's economic uncertainty, fast adaptation required to new ways of working, and also the constant evolution of technology. And we're all being bombarded with instructions that we have to learn these new technologies and adapt to them in order to, to ensure that our jobs are relevant. And for a lot of people coming off the back of a pandemic as well, That is causing people to burn out. And I, of course, as I explained earlier in this podcast series, have burned out several times in the past. And it manifests not just in physical exhaustion, but a sense of cynicism about your job and a feeling that you're not performing at your best. So a few things to help alleviate that burnout, one of which I talked about in the last podcast, the importance of rest and recovery. And today we've talked about taking the time to stop, reflect, write stuff down, understand what's happening in your life and get signs about the things that you're enjoying or perhaps some early signs that you might be burning out. So thanks again for listening. Tomorrow, the next stage of this process, tracking your progress.